goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. She is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends. It is Wednesday. Welcome to our Wednesday Rush Hour here on WABC. If you would like to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. We begin today's news samplings with good news. Mitt Romney will retire. The Mitster, Pierre Delecto. Yes, and if you're unfamiliar with the Pierre Delecto, that's what he called himself with a fake Twitter account at the time. Mitt Romney has said no more, no mas. The 76-year-old father of five, according to the Daily Mail, represents Utah. He represents himself in the Senate. His term is up, 2024. He said he's not going to seek re-election. He's younger than Trump and Biden. He said in his comment, pretty much, I'm too old. And what is being seen as a slap at both Trump and Biden. But contrary to a lot of expectations, he says he enjoys his work in the Senate a good deal. He cited his work on the bipartisan infrastructure deal. COVID relief funding, voting legislation. But he says he is, would be in his mid-80s at the end of another term. Frankly, it's time for a new generation of leaders. They're the ones that need to make the decisions to shape the world we'll be living in. So, Mitt takes himself out, and in so doing, in my opinion, avoids what would have been a crushing defeat no matter who ran against him. He is not liked. The only Republican to vote for impeaching Donald Trump, among his other things, that he enjoyed in the Senate. There are a lot of people that run for office that maybe, I don't know, you wonder sometimes, why are they running exactly? And some of them are very open about the reasons they won. One, I don't know whether you've heard about this Democrat mayor. This is not the one, Diego, by the way. It'll be the next one. 
Constantine Anthony. Have you heard about this guy? Have you heard anything about Constantine Anthony? He's the mayor of Burbank, California. Burbank. Now, Burbank used to be, you know, back in the day, and I mean day, 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 old day, Burbank was where they used to take the Johnny Carson show. It was considered, you know, this is what the Tonight Show. I'm in Burbank, California. Yeah. Well, the mayor of Burbank recently made, made headlines for being spanked by a drag queen at a Democrat fundraiser. This is how he ran. This is what they did at the office. He had a, they had a drag queen come in. The guy offered up his booty, and he was spanked on his booty. As part of their fundraiser, these people, I'm telling you, there's something wrong with some of these people. This is what they consider to be in good taste, no pun intended, in now in Burbank, California, I guess, for the Democrat Party. So after being spanked by a drag queen, a few days later, he does an interview. When asked, does he support abolishing the police? The mayor of Burbank, Democrat, Constantine Anthony, Democrat, Constantine Anthony, who raises funds for office by being spanked by a drag queen at a Democrat Party fundraiser, says, yes, I am a full abolitionist. That means, of course, that he wants all the police gone, all of them. I don't believe, he said, police have any effect on crime. The instigators of crime are poverty, mental health, economic issues, drug addiction, the family or locale that you live. So let's just parse that a minute so that we're fair to the mayor who likes to have his butt spanked by drag queens in public. He believes that the police departments should be gotten rid of because police departments have nothing to do with criminal behavior at all. Law enforcement has no place in dealing with criminal behavior. No, the instigators of crime, instigators. Poor. Poverty. So that means, of course, to him, if you are poor, that means you have no morals. You don't know the difference between right and wrong, and if you're poor, that's why you turn to crime. I'm poor, therefore I'm a criminal. Not that we don't have a history of man and womankind replete with examples of poor people who are law-abiding, who have made amazing strides in their life without turning to crime. He also cites mental health. Now, I say that there are mental health issues with a lot of people in jails. We know this. Economic issues. Well, I thought that's what being poor was. 
and economic issues. But okay, economic issues. I don't have enough money, so let me go steal some. Hmm. Drug addiction. We know drug addiction does have a link with with crime. The family you live in. I guess he's saying if you're born to criminals, you'll be a criminal. Okay. Or the place that you live. Well, if you live in New York, does that make you a criminal? You live in Detroit. No, no, no. But police has nothing, nothing, according to this Democrat, to do with crime. The fundamental understanding of how we convict, catch, chase crime and criminology, treat people in jails, all of that is flawed. We are still living in some kind of quasi-20th century ideology. If you do something bad, you get punished. That works when you're five. No, it works regardless of your age. So anyway, this is your Democrat mayor. By the way, he said that most people don't understand that the American dream that they're chasing is something that the Democrat socialists have been fighting for about 100 years. He's openly supporting Marxism. He was asked, do you think a Democrat Marxist revolution could address the problems? And the United States, he says, yeah, I do. He likes to call himself a futurist. And he said that um, socialism is already part of the fabric of America. This is your Democrat Party mayor of Burbank, California, who likes to be spanked by drag queens at Democrat fundraisers. Now let's go to Virginia. I had the story yesterday. I didn't do it. Today there's an addition to the story. So let's start with the story from yesterday. Some of you no doubt have heard of Susanna Gibson. She's another Democrat. She's running for the Virginia House of Delegates. She has two young children. She's running in District 57 near Richmond, Virginia. Susanna Gibson, mother of two, performed sex acts with her husband online. They stream their sex acts on a site called Chatterbait. Chat. Er, bait. Sort of like master, but instead of it's chatter bait. She is a nurse. She is a nurse practitioner. <laughs> she is a nurse practitioner who hosted more than a dozen live sexual romps with her husband. And those sexual acts were then posted to a publicly accessible archive on the website, Recurbate, after she declared her candidacy in September 2022. She has more than 5,000 followers, I bet you a lot more today, who she repeatedly pressed for more tokens 
money in exchange for certain acts that she performed in the private showings with her husband. And she said that she was raising the money for a good cause. In other videos, Democrat candidate Susanna Gibson, who had sex with her husband and streamed it more than a dozen times to raise money for her candidacy, suggested that she and her husband have tried swapping with different, with different partners. She says she's ethically non-monogamous, but he, her husband, doesn't like sharing. No, I am not getting any ideas. I just got a text. Don't get any ideas. No, I am not getting ideas. Don't you get any ideas. Now, after the news became public that this Democrat candidate running for Virginia was ha- mother of two young children, was having sex online. And by the way, I guess some of the people there from the inferences from the news story, she, they could request certain things. And then she would perform them as a way of she and her husband to raise money. A, today's story is in Fox. A Democratic Virginia legislative candidate whose race was rattled by the revelation that she and her husband live streamed them sex having live streamed themselves having sex moved forward with her campaign and she is getting early support. Susanna Gibson, nurse practitioner with two children, nurse practitioner with two children. Mhm. Running against a Republican businessman is only a handful of highly competitive races that could determine the balance of power in Virginia's General Assembly. She gained support of an abortion rights candidate after the story ran in the Washington Post, the Associated Press. A leading Democratic lawmaker quickly came to her defense. Her name is Senator Louise Lucas in Virginia. With calls to make this the biggest fundraising day of the nurse's career. And they're calling this now a hit job, that it went public, that somebody leaked the details. She's the victim, you see. She says she assumed the videos were leaked by a Republican. They're blaming Republicans. She has sex with her husband online for money. And yet Republicans, Republicans are to blame because they must have done a hit job by release a hit job. But, oh, don't go there, James. A hit job because it must have been a Republican who leaked the story. So we have Democrats now engaged in being spanked in public while loudly saying that America is a Marxist country, let's get rid of the police, and oh yeah, by the way, spank my bottom, why don't you, while everybody can watch, and now we have this one, 
a nurse practitioner with two young children having sex online for money, but somehow the Republican Republicans are to blame because it must have been a Republican who leaked the story. Oh, by the way, just to round all of this out, there's a new book coming out. Christine Blasey Ford, remember her? This is the woman who at the last minute came up and said, that's Kevin, I did say, he, when we were kids, he, he did bad things to me out of thin air. So now she's going to give us a memoir of the testimony. Uh, yeah, we want to relive that again, Christine. So now she's going to try to make more money off her notoriety with this last-minute accusation, which many people believe had no credibility at all against Judge Kavanaugh. Those are your Democrats, my friends. Those are the Democrats that you can vote for. Just a a handful of the Democrats that you can vote for in the elections coming up. James Golden. Yeah, on chat you bait. A husband. Yeah, every night. And give me some money. WABC Talk Radio 77. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. More news to come. Your telephone calls. Part of today's program. Coming back right after this. Is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. REO brought us into the break with Gary Richrath, who was the lead guitarist and songwriter. He died on this day in 2015. Now, you know who this is. Some of you know who this is. This is one pack, uh, two pack. And today is the sad anniversary of Tupac Shakur being transitioned to the next phase. He had been shot six days earlier, driving through Vegas. Thirteen bullets fired into his BMW. So the anniversary of Tupac's untimely demise today on WABC Talk Radio 77. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, this is just amazing. The more I think about this. Okay. New Hampshire. Uh, by the way, that storm out there is still out there. Hurricane Lee. But the forecast now shows it. And, this, and the forecast is always shifting. It continues to churn as a powerful storm over the ocean. And the forecast is going to take a few more days. But now it's looking like there are increased chances of heavy winds, coastal flooding in parts of New England and Atlantic Canada starting Friday. That's the day after tomorrow. So those of you that could be affected, just keep a careful watch on this thing. Have you heard about what happened in Libya? <clears throat> Libya floods. So far, the death toll is over 5,300 people. 5,000. Now take that and just what happened to Morocco the other day. Yeah, Morocco with an earthquake that wiped out so much and caused so much death, over 2,000 people. Apparently, um, a quarter of one major city, Derna in Libya, was vanished by the hurricane. They say that there are dead bodies on the streets everywhere. And then stormwaters destroyed two dams which caused devastating floods. That's where a lot of these deaths are coming from. It is just horrific. So when you start hearing news about what can happen with severe weather, I just say that don't take these weather reports lightly. Please don't. Up in New Hampshire, I love the people of New Hampshire. Long story short, Joe Biden, Democrats, wanted to kill New Hampshire off. They said, too many white people. We don't want you white people disturbing the presidential race. White people shouldn't be the first people to vote. Y'all got too many whiteies up there. We don't want whiteies determining or having an early shot at determining the presidency. Not fair. So Joe Biden, and in order to, you know, get the black vote locked up, last time around they went to uh, South Carolina and got Claiborne down there to give a big endorsement for Biden. That's what kind of helped him out in the primary last time. This time they want to make South Carolina one of the first states that votes and get rid of the whiteies. They don't want the whiteies in New Hampshire. They don't want the whiteies at that Iowa caucus. It's like, no, 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 no. Too many white people. We got to get rid of the whiteies. Well, New Hampshire Secretary of State Dave Scanlon held a news conference. They announced the filing date for the presidential primary will start on October 11th, and that certainly means that they are on a collision course in New Hampshire with the DNC. The DNC said they will punish them if they try to get their primaries first. But they're going to go ahead anyway because the state law in New Hampshire calls for the primaries to be first. In the nation, it's the tradition. And they're going to be punished, it looks like, if they go ahead and hold their primaries first. 
But the Secretary of State up there also shut down this stupid gambit to deny Donald Trump a position on the ballot using the 14th Amendment. And he's just like, no, we're not going down that road either. So good news out of New Hampshire on two fronts. The Secretary of State up there, Dave Scanlon, shut down a push by, get this, it was some Republicans in New Hampshire who wanted to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. He shut that down, and he also shut down this Democrat drive to tell New Hampshire they can't vote first in primaries because they got too many white folks up there. So that's another good story, political news. So you have the Mitt Romney retirement, and now you have this news coming out of New Hampshire. So the politics isn't bad today up there. Now, there's a lot of impeachment politics. We can go through some of it. But again, we're looking at an impeachment inquiry. I'm not going to get my self in a lather over it. Not yet. James Golden, Bo Snerdy with you here. 800-848-WABC. Your calls. Part of the show coming up. Make sure you keep it right here. is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. These include that of Peter Cetera. For many years, people didn't even know Peter could sing. He was the bass player for Chicago back in the beginning. Back when uh, Robert Lamb and Terry Kath were doing all the vocals. After he left Chicago, that was 1986, he had this amazing hit. It was part of the, uh, it was actually the theme song from The Karate Kid, Part 2. Beautiful voices. The Glory of Love, Peter Cetera. This will always be my favorite. Chicago with Peter Cetera.
There's some songs you hear them one time, and that's all you need to hear. You say, this is beautiful. This is one of them. And this represented kind of a shift in the way Chicago's music was released. This was the softer Chicago. And they went on a tear after this one. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, with you here. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to go back to this nurse, the, the nursey, the nurse <clears throat> who was out having sex with her husband online and streaming it. She and the husband thought this is a great way to make money. You know what? We need some money. I know. Why don't we... Why don't we do it online? And let's charge money. Yeah. She likes the husband, too. And what do you want me to do? Here's the thing that I don't understand. And I know, James, I can hear some of the femmes out there now. Wait a minute. Why are you just picking on her? It was she and her husband. She's the one running for office. That's why. She's the Democrat candidate having sex online with the husband and then blaming Republicans for actually calling, she says, and it's not proven, who released the tapes. It's a dirty trick to release the tape. It's not dirty to have sex with your husband online streaming for money. That part's okay. But it's dirty to release release and let people know where they can find your videos of you having sex online. Okay, but here's the thing that I don't understand. you got two young kids. Do these people not understand that one day these kids are going to come home from school? Mommy, mommy, the, boy, the boys in the class were being mean to me today. What happened, little Johnny? They showed me some videos, mommy. And it was you and daddy. And I don't know what kind of game you were playing, but both of you were naked. And mommy, mommy, they called you all kind of names. Mommy, this is not right. Don't these people understand? I I guess they don't. Tommy Tuberville, Senator Tommy Tuberville, who was involved in a skirmish with Democrats, he's holding up Pentagon appointees. He put a hold on them, and this has turned into a big fiasco. He's holding on them because he says the Pentagon isn't cooperating with the Supreme Court ruling on abortion. That's the side story here. Tommy Tuberville, Republican Alabama, says that Republicans should not be wasting time with the impeachment of Joe Biden. They better deliver an iron, ironclad case. If you don't if you don't bring a vote to the floor unless you're pretty sure that you can get the amount of votes you need. Who said that? And he's saying it's not going to make it anywhere over to the Senate. Why are you doing this? It's a waste of time. 
That is what he's saying. Reuters has a story today on the impeachment inquiry. They say the Democrats are mocking the Biden impeachment, but, but, and this is surprising coming from Reuters, but Reuters says it can impact the 2024 race regardless of whether they are successful or not. Because it will definitely call attention to the corruption. The White House sent out a letter yesterday to news executives. And funny enough, the letter that the White House sent, in the letter they say it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans. So the White House says target House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies, they said, with no evidence. And funny enough, if you look in the news stories of some of the news giants, they sent the letter to organizations like CNN, the New York Times, Fox, Associated Press, CBS News, a bunch of others. If you look at the news coverage in some of the news giants that they sent their letter to, they parrot the White House take. Anybody surprised there? Meanwhile, the Amazon Prime Washington Post has an article, and it outlines or they detail seven Republicans to keep an eye on during this impeachment, including Ken Buck, an unlikely critic of his party's exploits in recent months, deep skepticism about about impeaching Biden, Representative David Joyce from Ohio, who has criticized the impeachment push, as does Representative Don Bacon, Nebraska, Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, Pennsylvania. Some of you Pennsylvania listeners may want to take note. He has repeatedly emphasized that the impeachment must have a high bar. New York Representative Michael Lawler. What did you expect? There's another one. Now, he is in a district that favored Biden by 10 uh, 10 points. And Representative Lawler from New York says, for him, with respect to impeachment, we're not there yet. It's not about focusing on the impeachment. It's a question of do the facts and evidence warrant any further action? Representative Dusty Johnson, South Dakota. Hasn't seen enough evidence yet to merit any kind of impeachment. And then there's Representative French Hill from Arkansas. The investigations haven't done the kind of detailed work that you need to do. So just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Democrats don't run into these problems. Now, those of you that listen to this program long-term know that I have been very skeptical about raising impeachment. 
once your party commits and once the party leadership is committed, time to circle the wagons. But this is going to run into problems with Republicans. Let us begin with the telephones before we stop down here with from Lou down from Lou Dobbs today. Let us start with Joanne in Westchester County. Joanne, welcome. You're on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you? Hi, Bo. How are you? Good, thank uh, you. Could you hear me okay? I hear you just fine. Oh, great, great, thank you. Yeah, I'm in my car, and there's always like a, a differential between. Anyway, yes, just two quick comments. Um, the first one being that the Chicago song, which I, you're right, I love it. It is so beautiful. I had to sing that once. Um, my cousin played in a bar, his band, and I had to sing that years ago. Oh my God! But I loved it forever. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. So I agree with you on that. And I like that you give us um, a briefing on uh, all your opinions and, and your knowledge, rather, on your songs and everything. Wonderful. Love that. Um, you're so knowledgeable with music and, uh, well, with everything, I think. So then the other thing is um, that nurse situation and her husband, I mean, that is absolutely ludicrous. I can't even believe it. And I guess I guess the video part is the part I don't get. They actually film it. Is that what goes on with that? I, I can't okay, even understand so- it. So let me explain this to you, and um, uh, with with a disclaimer, please don't try this at home. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, these days, you can stream anything live. You can set up a camera. You can go on websites, and you can uh, use your camera and just give everybody a live show. Now, you can, if you have, let's say, you have an iPad at home, and your partner, even if you're not in the same place, has an iPad. Well, there are people that are using their iPads, and what happens between two consenting adults and their iPads is their business. That's private, but if you go on a website and you do it, where it can stream, as this website is set up to do, then everybody can watch whatever it is that you stream there. There are all kind of websites that stream live. In fact, the other day, there was a story about a guy in Alaska, I believe it was, who found a live streaming web camera that was set up to observe bears. And he walked over to the camera and mouthed the words, help me, help me. And he was rescued from people that were watching the live streaming, looking to see whether there were any bears in the area. He had gotten lost while he was hiking. So live streaming happens everywhere. So this nurse and her husband use the live stream on this one website to raise money. And there are people doing all kind of things online to raise money using their cameras. But everything that you do online, somebody can record it. And it's there forever. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs. What goes up must come down. Even with you and your hubby. Today is the birthday of David Clayton Thomas. From Blood, Sweat, and Tears. This one was at the top of the charts in 1969. Lou Dobbs coming up and more of your calls. When we get back.
Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. He also a heavenly birthday today for Joni Sledge. Singer, songwriter, actress, producer, founding member of Sister Sledge. Died young, March 10th, 2017, at age 60. But the music, the music lives on forever. This, produced by Nile Rogers. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And let's start on the phones with Ernie in upstate New York. Ernie, how are you? Right to your point. Yes, thank you, uh, James. Uh, first time caller. Uh, I appreciate you taking the call. You know, James, I, I happen to agree with you on most issues, but, and I, I agree with you on this, that we know that anyone who's familiar with the Constitution would know that there, the votes are, not simp- are simply not there. We know that. However, for me, it's about a strategy. Uh, the vote uh, by that I mean that if you if if they proceed with an uh, an impeachment inquiry, the Republicans have an opportunity to essentially uh, expose or uh, or force the 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 executive branch to release all documents that are not currently being uh, forwarded to the uh, Comer uh, committee. And you're I'm absolutely saying- right, Ernie. Let me just cut you there because I got to get some other people. But let me just say you're absolutely right about that. I don't think we disagree at this point. My earlier objections noted, I also said today, once the decision is made by the leadership to pull this trigger, you circle the wagons. And that's what needs to happen here. Let's go to Sal in Staten Island. Sal, you're up next. Right to your point, please. Rapid fire. Tupac Shakira was a convicted rapist sodomizer. Two, the strapping young men from countries that hate us on Staten Island are given vouchers for them from the mayor and from Catholic charities for the Salvation Army store. And American veterans are denied that. Three, they're put in that Catholic school empty across from other schools. And four, they're going to put these people of military age with no vetting on Fort Wadsworth, the longest serving U.S. military base where I was processed from. It's insanity, Bo. Thank you, Sal. Sandra, in New Jersey, you are up next. Hi, James. I, I think today you really were speaking about professionalism and where is it going. And I, I felt sad when I read, when I read about Lauren Bubart, I think you pronounced her name, second-term congresswoman. She was asked to leave um, the Beetlejuice show with her boyfriend because she was out of line, the way she was behaving, vaping, loud singing, recording, and raising disturbance to the people at the performance. So I say to myself, why this feisty, fabulous woman, does she want to do this and, 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 and put a little negative next to her name because it was in the post, people read it, and then it just doesn't help her because I see her going places, but when she behaves like this, she should save it for the Congress, and her fight should be in the Congress, not in the uh, theater where she was fighting with them and everything. And her nice fights in the Congress, way. and her fights in the Congress shouldn't include cat fights with other members of Congress like MT. And, and that, you know, look, Lauren Boebert, 
That's her name is Bobert, and I uh, thank you for the call, Sandra Rufus in Tom's River, New Jersey. You are up next, sir. Would you expect anything less from that Democrat? Come on, they're the party of demonic, uh, filthy values. They want porn in uh, kids' school books. Number two, impeachment, boring, waste of time. Why don't these weakling, yes, weakling, sissy Republicans start their own committee and or whatever and get to the bottom of the Jan 6 people that are innocent, not like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, murdering people, burning down businesses. Number two, you want to circle the wagons? All these people should be dropping out and circling the wagons about uh, around D.J. Trump. End of story. Thank you for the call, Rufus. Al in Yonkers, New York, you are next and most likely last for 10 seconds. Hi. Yeah, so, uh, the imp- I feel the impeachment inquiry by the speaker is warranted. The American people need to know if the president and, fa- and his family engaged in criminal criminal activity. Thank you so much. You made it, too. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, my friends, your family, your loved ones. God willing, back tomorrow for our Thursday edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour here on WABC. And we'll see you then. Bye.